Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rad Dad Radio. My name is Super Shark Johnson, and you are listening to episode number 13. We are glad that you have joined us on this fine evening. We have a great show for you. It's a short one. It's a bit of a slow news week, Cream. So <laughs> we will do oh, our we'll best. We'll find stuff to talk about. We'll, we'll, we'll get in there. <laughs> we'll find some stuff to talk about. Absolutely. Um, and... Uh, I mean, just on this show right now, we have a potential Xbox going and Nintendo Switch details that we're going to talk about a little bit more. We have some updates on E3. We also have um, just uh, some further chitty chitty chat chat about the new slew of games that have come out. We've consistently still getting games, great games coming out in February. Uh, We have some trivia for you. It's episode 13. That's a hint on the theme of the trivia. We also have... uh, uh, we have an interesting email from a listener where he sent a photo, so we'll do our best to describe that. <laughs> and then our, our new segment, I think we're on week uh, three of our new Game of the Week segment uh, where we play a random Game Pass game, so we'll talk about that. And that's our show. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning in to Rad Dad Radio. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Uh, 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 Turn the music up in the headphones. Chicka. You can go and brush your shoulders off, nigga. I got you. Uh, yeah. If you're feeling like a pimp, nigga, go and brush your shoulders off. Ladies is pimps too. Go and brush your shoulders off. Niggas is crazy, baby. Don't forget that boy told your kid that. Turn up your shoulders. I'm probably over to y'all. Probably be locked by the force. Trying to hustle some things. That go with the push. Feeling no remorse. Feeling like my hand was forced. Middle finger to the law, nigga. Grip him a ball. Said the ladies, they love me. From the bleachers, they screaming. All the ballers is bouncing. They like the way I be leaning. All the rappers be hating. Off the track that I'm making. But all the hustlers, they love it. Just to see one of us make it. Came from the bottom of the bottom. To the top of the pots. Nigga, London, Japan. And I'm straight up the block. Like a running back. Get it, man? I'm straight up the block. I could run it back, nigga. Cause I'm straight with the block. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brother chat, brother chat, brother chat, brother chat, brother chat. You're my brother. I'm your brother. Creamy Johns, John Michelle, Johnny Creams, Cream of Egbert, uh, brother from the exact same mother. How are you doing on this fine evening? I'm well on this evening. Um, as you mentioned, we're up to our titties and new games. Yeah, overflowing. Got a, I think it's brushing over here my chin. In, uh, sitting over here in Columbus, Ohio. Got a, got a belly full of chicken, handful of dick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just sitting back, relaxing. What kind of chicken did you get? Um, I got some boneless wings this evening. Okay. I got a... Uh, from, from which establishment? Do you go to Roosters? The, That's my this, favorite. No, the, no, my favorite place in Columbus is... Uh, it's called Wings. Just Wings Over Columbus. Wings Over, I guess, is the is the brand. And they're, they're, they have several uh, locations. But uh, this evening I had uh, it's a place up in Westerville. It's called Time and Change. And I... I do trivia there on Wednesday nights, and then we come back and we do podcast. Awesome, man! What's are you a like a spicy wing guy? Can you get up there on the? I on don't the heat index. Too, yeah, no, I don't go too crazy. I get, I like a, I like a honey barbecue, and then every once in a while I'll do like the buffalo style, but um, not the, not too far, not too far down the, the Scoville units there. I, I. I play it safe. I respect my butthole. I guess that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Next morning, you take a, a number poo poo, and, uh, yep. and then they yeah, come back. Yeah, it hurts. I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I love that YouTube show, Hot Ones, 
And oh, I love it too. Yeah, highly recommend it. It's essentially a, uh, it's a real sweet guy who uh, his name's Sean Evans who interviews various music and comedy and you know celebrities, and they eat. T- is it ten wings? I think it's ten wings. And and as they're eating the wings, they're increasing in heat. So they start at like five hundred Scoville, and they're up in like the three millions by the end of the the episode. But uh, it every single time I watch it, it makes me feel like I can eat hotter wings. <sighs> so I went to BW threes and I got the blazing. And um, I think I figured out how how the show works. So if you eat <laughs> all those wings, by the time you get to the hot one, your tongue is like already just numb ready to go um if you eat a blazing wing right off the bat you're in trouble (laughs) um so i can do the one just below it maybe five or six of them and i'll be okay but if i eat more than that i'm in i'm in big trouble so you got you got problems yeah awesome that was wing chat and once again you're listening to rad dad radio the one place where dads dudes dorks and dames can get together to hear two brothers Two fathers talk about video games, a little bit of pop culture, and really whatever is on our minds. We appreciate your listenership. We're again on episode 13, and uh, we are brought to you by Madeira. We have a link in our show notes. We encourage you to use that link. Madeira is an outdoor goods company, and they sell primarily hammocks. And uh, I was looking on there, and they have, uh, they're getting more into like the, the chubby's arena so they're trying to get like kind of cooler looking gear so they have like your flat brimmed hats and your shorty short shorts and things of that nature um but if you're looking for um some outdoor gear which i know a lot of us are outdoorsmen if you're not that's fine you can play ghost recon wildlands and and just imagine the the wind on your breeze and the soil on your feet and the sniper rifle in your hand no <laughs> um but if you're looking for that kind of stuff, check out Madeira. Check out our link, and uh, you can look cool. You can look cool outdoors. And for every purchase you make, they plant a tree, sometimes more than one tree. And like I said in other episodes, uh, they pretty much always have discounts going on. So if you're looking for a good deal, sign up for their uh, newsletter. But make sure you access the website through the Rad Dad Radio link. We do get a percentage of those purchases, and it helps us out a ton. Also, we are part of the PCRN Network podcast right now the last one that posted i don't know if it's your last last one cream was crack me up because joe was just a was grumpy he was tired and he's yeah. doing this no february which is no booze in february challenge and um it was like having a completely different person <laughs> on the podcast yeah he uh he gets going on the on his bevs you know and then um and then it's he's just a comedy uh cauldron just this guy's a funny guy uh yeah I, I, i'm also doing the challenge i uh definitely failed when our brother jordan shaquille traveled to columbus i took a night off i was like you know what i'm drinking drinking tonight so it was kind of nice to take a night off but i'm back on it oh you are Good oh yeah you. you're gonna go for i, I didn't stop i just took a night off oh well yeah no i'll go uh <laughs> i'll go uh a good week into March probably and then sh- and then drink whenever I want damn it <laughs> yeah well I have uh we haven't really talked about this but for the month of February I've been doing this intermittent fasting um which is essentially you try to find 16 to 20 hours where you don't eat and every day um and I shouldn't say it's every day cuz it can carry over like when you sleep 
And it sounds like it would be hard, but it's not that hard. But I'm starting to really, this week is week three, and I'm starting to feel the effects of it. Um, and the positive effects are you're supposed to like feel like some mental clarity and have some new energy. And um, overall, it's like a detoxifying kind of practice on your body. Yeah. But today, um, so I've been doing, uh, I've just been working out a lot and hiking a lot and doing a lot of stuff. So I found that if you are doing more than one workout in that fasting period, you turn into a sack of potatoes, like you're basically donezo. So uh, um, if anyone wants to try it, uh, let me know how it goes. I'm using an app to kind of help coordinate the whole thing. It's called Zero. So it's a fun way to just kind of track the whole thing. Cream, you, okay. you should try it because they have the minimum one is a, it's like basically from bedtime to or I'm sorry, from dinner time to breakfast. And you just try not to snack after dinner time. That's yeah, that would be the one I would I'd probably be interested in doing. I could I could think I think I could handle that. Um, I, I'm not a big breakfast guy. I like an egg sometimes, yeah. uh, but mostly it's just coffee is all I all I really care about. And coffee's cool. You can totally have coffee. Um, you can have um beer it depends on who you talk to <laughs> um and then uh well yeah because that's calories right isn't the idea that you're shutting down ca- caloric intake well it's not just calories so it, a lot of it has to do with your liver so it's um your liver holds on to certain things but if and if you're in a fast state your your liver like let's go of those things um some of them are glycogen, some of them are proteins, some of it is just junk, like toxins and things like that. Right. So a lot of it depends on what you're trying to get out of the whole deal. If you want to do a detox fast, then you probably shouldn't have really anything during that fasting period outside of water. But I like it. I'm starting to feel the effects of it. And if anyone wants to give it a shot with me, holler at your boy. Um, we uh, are, are proud members of the Podcast Right Now Network. And uh, <laughs> uh, we have some new shows. Uh, we talked about Rasselface, which is Carl's um, uh, semi-regular uh, wrestling podcast. So check that out if you're into wrestling. And then uh, we are in the development stages of Fear with Beer, which is a, a scary movie podcast with a beer theme um, that... Uh, Sounds like myself and uh, Seth Oglesby will be heading up, and we'll we'll also get some special guests from Jordash Shaquille. <laughs> He's like, we got to get him on Rasselface, and then he officially will have been on every podcast right now. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> podcast. Um, <laughs> we're also on Discord. Um, if you want to chat with us or are playing video games and want to see when we're online. And uh, we're both Xbox boys as well. So I am super with a space shark and cream is cream of Egbert with appropriate spacing. So you can follow us there. Um, And then, of course, we're on Patreon. I'm not going to go too far into it because we love you guys, but just check it out. Look us up. It's in our show notes. Um, It's just a really easy way to support the show. But at the end of the day, and it sounds like some of you have done this, just tell your friends about it. If it's something that you like, if you think others would enjoy this, especially if you know any dorky dads, dudes, or dames, tell them about Rad Dad Radio. That's what we're here for. Um, awesome. What? We talked about all this stuff. Mixler Magic. Hello, Mixler listeners. I see you guys in there. Just give us a holler. I see Nighthawk is already in the chat room. Hit that heart button. We don't know what it does, but it still it sure does feel good when we see that giant heart pop up. I like hearts. Mixler is a great way to just interact with the show. Um, 
here in a little bit we'll do some trivia and that's also another way to just kind of participate um, we have some prizes and those that prize pool is growing just to kind of circle back to patreon we are hoping to give away better prizes more frequently so that is definitely a good reason to get involved on our patreon page so thank you mixler mixlers mixlers mixler listeners uh for tuning in tonight we appreciate you guys uh setting the old alarm clock and again we are almost I mean, we've been pretty consistent, Cream, but generally 8.30 to 9-ish, um, we are going live. That's mountain time, so that would be 10.30 to 11-ish Eastern time. You can find us, um, and we usually announce that on our Instagram page. That's probably one of the best social media platforms to, to hang out with Rad Dad Radio. All right, we did it. That was all the plugs. Uh, Cream, what games have you been playing this week, man? Oh man, I'm not proud of it, but I've been playing a lot of Crackdown Three. Awesome, me too. <laughs> I can't help it, man. I uh, it's so relaxing. You just lay there. You don't have to really think much. You just sort of hold that left trigger and then push the right trigger every once in a while, and you're winning. <laughs> you're getting things done. Agent, uh, that Omni yeah. rifle is badass. That's because it kills everything. <laughs> <laughs> The um the black hole gun that you eventually unlock in that game have you got that far? I got the black hole grenade. Yeah, so you get a gun that that shoots that. It's like the nullifier or something. I forget awesome. what it's called, but uh, it's ridiculous. It just grabs grabs everything. I mean, you can say what you want about the graphics in that game, but they um, the amount of enemies on the screen at any given point is uh that's a lot of fun just to see all the different. Because sometimes it's mayhem. Like some of these boss fights I've been doing. Just like you know, I feel like I'm surrounded by like 40 dudes, and they're all you know crack shots, and I'm just dashing everywhere and lobbing grenades and doing super jumps and ground pounds, and occasionally picking up a dude and throwing him at another dude, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. So, what's your, I, I assume you're a Terry Crews guy, Agent Jackson. I'm not, I'm, I'm not playing as Terry Crews. No. Are you playing as the um, Hector? Hector is that his name? I, no, I can't remember his name. He's a he's a black man, and he's um he's just a thinner, taller uh, black okay. man. He, okay. he um, I didn't I didn't want to go cruise. I think I think I saw him, and I was like, oh, I think that's the guy I played with nineteen years ago when there was another Crackdown game. I, yeah, I can't remember his uh, character name, but it doesn't right. matter. They're all they're all kind of the same. They have slightly different stats, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, yeah. I've been playing it a lot too. I um, I. I am, I forget the name of the logistics uh, boss, but that's who I'm fighting right now, and it's okay. Uh, it's pretty intense. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm throwing cars and doing ground pounds from the top of buildings, and uh, it's I, I really like it. And again, I was talking to, um, I think it was Seth about this, but um. It's a it's a it's a flipped game in the sense of I think a lot of people are used to video games um, the world and the story progressing whereas this is d- completely different whereas the world is pretty much the same you can access almost everything from the very beginning it's your character that's constantly changing and I think once you switch that in your brain uh, to Johnny's point it definitely becomes a little bit more fun a little bit more addictive. Um, but I imagine, John, there's going to be a point where we're super leveled up, and that might get a little old. But I'm not there yet, so whatever. Yeah, I mean, I just 
I just yesterday unlocked my final stage of the agility, and so okay, I can I can jump pretty high, and some of the um propaganda towers that you they're like oh, little yeah. climbing puzzles, little puzzles, um, yeah, yeah. Some of those I had issues with. I just went back with my new abilities, and I was like, oh, this is easy. Doing this with my eyes closed. Um, I was just looking it up. If you, I mean, we're talking about this game right now. If you've never played any Crackdown games and you don't have um, the Xbox Game Pass, I, I guess avoid it. It's got like 60% on Metacritic, not not great reviews. IGN gave it a 5 out of 10. Uh, so pretty I would, mediocre. No, I, I would expect red box a lot. It. You know? Yeah, I would yeah, red, red box yeah. it. Give it a shot. If you're finding yourself like looking forward to playing, that's, I mean, that's always my rule of thumb is like when you know kids are in bed, you know, wife's asleep whatever the, your situation is and you're looking forward to a video game that's usually a good sign that it's a it's a you know you made a good purchase but i would red box that one if you're not a game pass owner and if you want just a flavor it is the first game is free on uh xbox gold so if you want to just download the first game and give it a shot which i think the first game is better than the second game so that's probably a good a good way to also just give that style of a game a try. See what you think. It's fine. Just just be careful with your expectations. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I look at it as like again. I talk about this all the time. I love shitty movies. Um, I love sh- movies that are so bad they they kind of go all the way around and are somehow great. Um, I think Crackdown is that. I think it's like the video game equivalent of a '90s <laughs> action movie. You know. Yeah. Um, so it's if it might be for you, maybe it's yeah. not. Um, I also got a little bit of Apex in uh, week last weekend after yeah was that Saturday and yeah. Sunday I got got some games in just some that one's nice because like Halo or like um, a lot of multiplayer games uh, shooters especially the matches are designed to last fifteen twenty minutes so you can pop in pop out really easy to just sneak a game in the middle of the day, you know, like, uh, no one's looking. I'm going to fire up the Xbox real quick. Awesome. Um, yeah. I, uh, have you played trials rush yet? I, I have not. I need to, I need to buy it. I haven't had to buy a game in a while. So trials is like a, man, it's hard to describe cause it is a very unique game. It is, it's definitely a side scrolling uh, it's excite dirt, bike, but it, future. It's, it's future excite bike. Thank you. Yeah, it's a side-scrolling dirt bike game um, that is complicated in the sense of if you're a perfectionist, you're going to get blisters on your fingers because it has a great leaderboard system. And in our little gaming community, uh, we like to send pictures every time someone beats someone else's score. Which yeah, I saw you guys sending uh, photos. Like, oh god, I was like, it's it's begun. It's begun. It's happening. <laughs> uh, they have they have like general random open world multiplayer. I shouldn't say open world, but like open to anybody multiplayer. Yeah. But private multiplayer is currently locked. So that is hopefully going to be an update that comes out soon. And then we can all get in a party and just race nice. together uh, nice. like we used to. But I'm having a lot of fun. It feels better. It feels more, um, I don't know. They're using the rumble and the controller a lot better. And... Uh, the yeah i guess that's tighter okay i was gonna say that was my question was you know what are uh, i loved i've i played all of them you know what i mean so what Mm -hmm. what can i look forward to being a it's not just new bikes new 
Um, there's a levels. lot more stuff going on. So the big, I mean, one of the big fun things is your deaths are a little bit more fun. So like, uh, there's more hazardous things that if you get wrecked by them, you have a very awful death. Uh, cool. like for example, I, uh, I got ran over by a ambulance the other day and it just cracked me up. <laughs> just <laughs> the, the juxtaposition of that whole thing. And then, uh, and then there's it does a lot. Um, it did a little bit of this with Trials Fusion, but the just the camera movement is a lot better. So it's zooming out where you're itty bitty all the way to where you're really close up, and it's getting yeah. angles from the top and the side. And um, it's there's this one map. Um, I think it's called Lights Camera Action, where you're kind of driving through a movie set, and there's like you're dodging. A giant world war, of the world style alien lasers, and then you're you're going through a action scene, police car crash, and um, all kinds of stuff happening around you. So that's where I feel like they've really updated it. It's just it's a lot busier, so to speak. Okay. Um, and then I think the only other thing to note about like Trials Fusion in general is um, it's just fun, guys, and it is addictive. So um, it's one of those. It's games a good one to. You it's lose a good time. one to bust out. I was going to say it's a good one to bust out if you have like people around and it's like a social uh, situation because yeah. then people can uh, take turns and hot seated or, or or did I see on there that you can have couch co-op on that or yeah they have multiplayer or something yep you can do that um, it's a local local party mode but nice uh, yeah it's pretty cool uh, that's what I played and I'll talk about the other game I played when we get to game of the week um, in terms of uh, I want to talk about a podcast, guys. Ron Burgundy has his own podcast. You guys should all be listening to that <laughs> if you're not already. Um, it's a pretty good time, and he's in character the whole time. And uh, I can't believe I haven't started that one yet. Yeah, I've heard. Of, I think I think our brother was telling us telling me about that, Jordan. And uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Sounds amazing. Sounds too good to be true. It sounds like something you'd have to pay for. <laughs> yeah, it's like a half hour, forty five minutes of Will Ferrell being Ron Burgundy. He has like this little nerdy assistant intern kind of person with him, and they play really, they play well off each other. Nice. Um, and then, uh, did you watch the Academy Awards? Did you catch that? Skipped it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've watched them in a while. Um, it's good, weird. You, you liked it, or it was weird. It felt weird. I, I mean, I saw. Felt... I mean, I definitely saw. Like, I did the thing the next day where you just look up like you know highlights that kind of thing what i miss that kind of thing yeah. um i mean not having a host honestly i i feel like kind of went uh unnoticed like i don't think a lot of people really it didn't affect people as much as people uh thought it would like you know yeah. with the whole kevin hart controversy sure, yeah. um yeah. they just had whoever was out to announce the awards would kind of set up the next person and it was kind of like I don't know, like a summer camp style talent show. Like everyone was just calling up the next person, and <laughs> they figured out, like, wait, we've never needed a host. This is well, and I wouldn't be surprised if they stick to it because it was a much shorter. Um, it was like two and a half hours, and yeah. that includes commercials, you know. So it was a much shorter Oscars. I mean, I remember back in the '90s with Billy Crystal, and it'd be like a four-hour thing. You know what I mean? You'd be begging yeah. mom to be like, I just want to see if Lost World won anything. Just chill for a little yeah. bit <laughs> now, did you, now do you know the last time they went hostless it was i remember rob lowe did a singing routine it was like 30 years ago or something right yeah there you go good job um 89 yeah um so 40 years ago did you so, I don't know, something like that yeah um did you see who won best picture 
Oh yeah, I, yeah, I got it all in. I mean, I didn't watch it, but I think I got most of the awards down. And uh, yeah, uh, best picture was. Oh shit! Now I don't know. It wasn't Bohemian Rhapsody. It was. It don't was, say it. The favorite. Uh, no, Green mm, Green Book. Green Book. You got yeah. it. Yep. Everyone's bitching because they're saying that's like Oscar bait, but then it's like good. And so the question is like, okay, if a movie is Oscar bait, but it's but you enjoy it, like, like what's the problem? <laughs> I guess yeah. you know. What I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, I told you guys I was. I thought not because it's necessarily the greatest movie on the planet, but I would have liked to have seen Black Panther win, just because of the, you know, what that would have meant for the pedigree of superhero films that are coming out now it did win two though it won best costume and it won um oh gosh it won another one i believe it was oh it's production production design so creating wakanda and which i fully agree with all that um and then uh I, i can't even I mean, I totally was into the Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga performance. I thought they nailed it. <laughs> and like, yeah. the level of chemistry they have is like pretty much undeniable. Like, it seems classic those two. It totally does, right? Um, it's also a little too beautiful. I don't know. Well, she, I don't know. She's kind of have a had a. a we're gonna talk about Lady Gaga, everybody. She's had a rough go at it. I mean, she kind of peaked at like 2013 and has kind of been on now volume 86 or whatever from here on out. And yeah, I feel like she's reestablished herself and when she won uh, the Academy award for the best uh, original song, which was from that movie. And I don't know, it's pretty genuine. And that's the kind of, that's the reason I watch it, you know, cause it, there's yeah. some real moments. Spike Lee also won uh, for best director and uh, he took a shot at Trump, which I'm, I was okay at. And I don't know. It was, it was weird because of the vibe was very weird, but, uh, I agreed with the folks that won. Yeah, that's the thing about the Academy Awards. Is like, you can probably come up with a list of ten actors or directors that, if you saw that they hadn't won an award for something yet, you'd be like, "What? Are you serious? Those guys? No, you know." Like, so uh, Spike Lee was definitely on that list. Um, what's your favorite Spike Lee joint? Ooh, um, man, I loved black clansman but i i think i still have to stand by that was really good man i have to stand by the malcolm x film he did with denzel when he was just breaking out like that is just yeah um, it's uh you feel like it's going to be a kind of soft dramatic biopic but it it hits hard and it's done well and it's real it doesn't always show malcolm x in the best light and i think uh i don't think we would have denzel honestly today if we didn't have that film so that would be what i would pick yeah um him and denzel they're buds man they they he does a bunch of movies with denzel um i'll go i mean i don't know if it's like yeah i don't know i really enjoyed uh 25th hour did you see that one with edward norton came out in the uh, you 2000s know, i started that one and i definitely need to finish it i'm sorry folks, yeah. if you're screaming at your radios right no now, i don't but... i don't think it's one of the big ones that like people bring up so i don't think you're gonna i'm sure that saying this there's a handful of people that are like oh i've never seen that either it sounds sounds cool maybe um but yeah that one's that one's really good yeah i always like uh, his last day before he has to go to jail and it's eddie eddie norton eddie norton (laughs) i always (laughs) like that um spite every director and i like when directors do this some don't but should have like a little bit of a, a thumbprint on the film so to speak and spike lee does this great 
dolly cam where he puts the actors literally on a like a rolling dolly and it looks like they're not walking they're just kind of hovering through a certain area and it usually is like either it's after a badass moment or it's leading up to a bad badass moment and i always love it whenever you see that like spike lee dolly scene dolly shot is that is that his i I know what you're talking about like i mean the way it's done is definitely his i mean i don't think that style of shot is 100 percent like his i'm pretty sure um schindler's listed that in a certain areas where when uh they were uh, all the uh the jews were kind of going uh i forget they're all getting corralled into one area but all the nazis were not you couldn't see the step in their walk and it was just to kind of show like they're like mechanical and like mechanical exactly dude yeah so i've seen it in other spots but yeah. Spike Lee definitely takes the cake. Um, awesome. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm still watching the Umbrella Academy. I'm not going to talk about it anymore, but you guys should yeah, totally watch I didn't, that. Yeah, I didn't keep going. Um, I found my Netflix pick of the week is it's a, it's a series done by CNN, and they just go through decades. Um, well, the, the 2000s are on there now, and uh, it's like seven or eight episodes they'll do like a whole episode on TV. They do a whole episode on music and then they do, you know, political stuff. Uh, it's kind of, kind of cool, but I absolutely recommend, uh, that the, the eighties, the nineties, and they just go through each decade. They're real fun. 60s, 70s. They, they do them all. Those are, those are all the decades, by the way. <laughs> That's all the decades. <laughs> awesome. Well, no one really knows what happened before. Yeah, I know. Right. So uh, did you see Green Book? No, I want to. I did, okay. I, I will say um, one film that um, is Roma, which is on Netflix. Don't yeah. wa- don't watch it at night. Um, but I, I just as a dad, there's one scene I won't spoil it that will you you're gonna be kind of holding your breath the whole time or just forget to breathe. Um, sure. And I think it's an important film for right now because it humanizes um, you know the Latin American population and it. It shows Alfonso Cuarón's like where he grew up, and um, it follows a woman who's a service worker in Mexico, and it just shows her like life and existence, and it's gorgeous and black and white and awesome. And um, you do a little bit of reading. There's pr- it's probably ninety eight percent Spanish, but there's some English speaking characters. Um, but if that's something you're into, um, if if you liked uh, Revenant, if you liked Gravity, if you like Mi Mama Tambien, uh, those so drama. are yeah, those are Alfonso Cuarón movies, and he is okay. his own cinematographer and director, um, which is a rare combination. And he did he, Gravity. He did Gravity. Yeah, I love that movie and Revenant too, where Leo has that unfortunate incident with that bear. Yeah, he's a weird filmmaker, then, isn't he? He likes to yeah go out there yeah he gets deep and real but um yeah check out roma ladies and gentlemen all right wasn't it it wasn't revenant filmed entirely with just natural light or something they didn't use any lighting for the movie did you see that yeah they they well they even for continuity tried to sync up the time of the day so that they were generally filming in the right what a nightmare film schedule (laughs) it's like we got to get this shot in the next hour or it's gonna it's gonna look wrong (laughs) I know, man, and like uh, just thinking about the fact that it's in legit snow, and that Leonardo DiCaprio is crawling for the first—I mean, the whole second act of the film. <laughs> like that's a, a lot of spitting in that movie, a lot of drooling. 
Yeah. It's not it's not in saliva galore in this film, The Revenant, if you haven't seen it. <laughs> so awesome. just prepare yourself. Alright, let's get into some news. So four news this week. Um, not a lot, like I said, folks. We have a uh, slow week. We have a uh, a new Xbox uh, Switch kind of update. So last week we talked about the rumor that Xbox Live would be sold as software to. Um, I mean, it could be on PlayStation Four. It could be on uh, non Windows based operating systems like Apple. It could be on iPhone. It could be on Android. Um, it could be on Google platforms. But the one that is gaining the most traction, and it seems like it's going to be a real deal, is Xbox Switch. So I wanted to just talk about like what we've, what has been confirmed, and what is still up in the air. So um, what's been confirmed is that uh, we are going to see some form of Xbox Live and Xbox Game Pass on on the Nintendo Switch. Um, now, what games are on that? We don't know. Could it be a mixture of Nintendo games and Xbox games probably but that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be able to play Gears of War 4 and we're going to and Xbox users are going to be able to play you know Mario Super Mario Odyssey so uh but I heard anything on Game Pass they're talking about I heard that, that, too. that cloud streaming uh service where they'll yeah. stream stream those heavy games like Gears and and all that and then uh they mentioned that the switch runs at a 720p uh, resolution so that that kind of helps with that technology if you're not doing 1080 or or even worse some kind of 4k situation that that you know the lower resolution the easier it is going to be on bandwidth and uh, latency and input latency and all that stuff so I'm excited about this uh, the idea of this technology streaming games and I imagine like anything they'll get it'll take a while but they'll get good at it you know and it'll just be like for a lot of people well why do i need this uh this heavy duty piece of hardware sitting in my living room if i can spend less and the system is you know indistinguishable right like mm-hmm. or the the perf- or the performance the experience is either really close to running it from your from your location or or just as good at it as mm-hmm. it, you know, I don't know. could be cool. Yeah, I think, and a lot of people, there's definitely some controversy, and I don't know how you guys feel about it, but a lot of people feel like Xbox is selling out, but I think the opposite. I think um, what they're doing is they're, if they can expand into other ecosystems, um, it's only going to improve the brand, Fidelity, and if they are doing full Game Pass availability on other platforms, it's essentially Xbox saying, you know what, we're not going to mobile, so let you you guys can have it, but play our games. And I'm sure there's some some um, some high financials that are kind of being swapped back and forth for folks to be able to host that. I'm sure Xbox is paying them some, but then I'm sure Xbox is making a lot of off people playing their exclusive titles. Um, so I think it's a good move. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I asked you this last week, Cream, but does this are you like curious about this the Nintendo Switch? Is that something? I mean, do you travel or do you have a, uh, I guess something in your life that would make you want to pull a mobile version of I don't know Crackdown Three out and play it when you have a minute? Um, for me right now, uh, 
I would say no. Um, just the I have an odd relationship with games in that I'm I see it for what it is, and it's like uh, kind of a time thief. Like I enjoy playing games, but the fact that I can't play them mobile or if I'm walking around and I don't play mobile games on my phone, you know, mm-hmm. um, I kind of reserve my uh, for me. I reserve gaming for that's what I'm doing. I'm in my living room. I made time for it or it's like a reward because I completed something that I was trying to get done. Um, I, and, and just, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, my job doesn't require me to fly or, you know, I'm not, right. I don't ride, I don't ride the bus ever to into anything. So, um, it would, I mean, hell if I had money to just, to just throw out, I, yeah, absolutely. I'd get it. But I, um, I don't have, a, I guess I don't have a need for it. Um, but if you know if you're a switch owner and you're you know you're, you're looking at your games you're like ah man I wish there were more games for this thing this is a good day for those guys because mm-hmm. now, now you, have, you get this whole library Definitely. play Halo Five on that thing are you kidding me that would be awesome well, I, I mean I hope it runs well and it and it's, it's not just the library it's the fact that like the Nintendo interface is not great I mean that's the lowest rated aspect of the Switch right now so yeah. to be able to have like a robust I mean tried and true xbox live user interface where you can set up parties and captures and um you know clubs and all those features i i think that is i I feel like i I totally agree with you and i haven't even thought about that but i think the nintendo switch owners are probably getting the better end of the deal than the xbox what about you would you are you thinking about getting one well the only reason is because i'm trapped in a cabin for most of the summer and um it's good to not work sometimes that's a good reason (laughs) yeah yeah it's good to not work sometimes so to be able to have a distract distraction to kind of pull you away from you know um a job that's as kind of all-encompassing as mine is that would be nice um however if it's all cloud-based i don't know Maybe there's a download. I'm sure there's a download option. I don't know. I don't know how it all w- would work. No, but. not not for some of those heavier games. The uh, the Switch operates on a completely mobile uh, chipset, so it's not you know, and and storage wise too for yeah. down. I mean, um, if it's if you're playing anything modern, that's not a you know, like maybe some of those uh, platforming games, you might be able to get away yeah. with it. But if you're playing anything like, you know, Crackdown 3 or Forza or anything like that, you're 100% streaming it, I would Probably. think. Yeah, those yeah. big 80, 90, 100 gig games. Yeah. Some Xbox in Seattle is running it all for you, or a PC, you know, even better. And then, uh-huh. and there are services that are being advertised right now for that. I see them on Instagram every once in a while, and it shows, you know, somebody playing on, you know, like a MacBook or you know some non non gaming uh, laptop or or something, and they'll be streaming, you know, Apex Legends, and it looks mm-hmm. perfect. You know, but yeah. I think the big issue now is the just latency. You know, like mm-hmm. some some Twitch games that is just not gonna it's not gonna feel right. You could probably play it, but it's just gonna not be as good. So like Halo Five comes to mind, even Apex Legends. Um, Maybe maybe fighting games, you know, your new Mortal Kombat coming out. Like you probably wouldn't want to play it like that. And I and I've I have some experience doing this. I'm trying to I've spent the last few months trying to optimize streaming just over my network, right? And so that's not dependent on bandwidth, because um, I'm streaming stuff from uh, my Xbox to my PC or my PC to my Oculus headset 
which is a, a standalone headset to go. And so I've been, I've dabbled in this world of streaming and, and dealing with latency. I told you I've been playing Subnautica on my, uh, my, my VR headset, and mm-hmm. there is, to some degree, input lag, but it's definitely not the type of game where that's going to get in your way. You know, so if you were playing... Um, you know, an action adventure game or Minecraft or something like that, you're you're fine. It's really good right now. But that's again all on my network, not not uh, being sent in packets out at you know, and and, and ping rate really mattering and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's that also just goes to the sort of the uh, bottleneck of all of this technology is uh, bandwidth usage, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I mean, there's only so much, uh, period. Like in, in our current infrastructure, I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, you can get um, fiber optic and you can spend money for um, the highest internet speed and all that, but you doing that is still all chugging through the same. Um, I, I guess, however the however it breaks down, where you, where there's like data points or something, where it, where it all sort of starts from. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's uh it's interesting stuff and i guess i guess why i guess wireless gets better i guess i mean do they run new new cables and things like that i i don't know the well, answer we got, that's like we, some engineer shit 5g coming out and it's already in some areas of like uh seattle california and um new york massachusetts and that is apparently hundreds of times faster than 4g and so they're saying it's as good or um, almost as good as most people's Wi-Fi. Okay. So it makes you wonder how that's going to influence things. Um, but I know I hear what you're saying because uh, where cloud-based gaming is working really well is in countries like Germany and Japan, or I'm sorry, China, where internet is huh, night and day awesome. speeds compared yeah. to what we have right now. And uh, it's going to happen eventually, right? So if you guys are going to invest in some sort of server-based <laughs> something, I would yeah. definitely check that out. Uh, Jordan Shaquille on Mixler says uh, he would need the Switch to stream movies, browse internet, music, etc. before he bought one. My question to that is, well, if you have an iPad and an iPhone, is it I, – I, I'm assuming what Jordan's saying is that he doesn't want to have to carry two devices around, which I can understand that. But, like I said, there's rumors that it could be coming out on iPhone and iPad. So – Dude, yeah, let's do that. How about that? I just get an iPad and mm-hmm. um, some sort of adapter that allows me to plug in uh, USB into uh, whatever that lightning jack is. Bang, let's do that. Well, and I don't think a lot of people know this, but the newer Xbox controllers, so I'd say any Xbox controller you bought in the last probably oh, year Oh, they're and just a half, Bluetooth. They're just Bluetooth, and you yeah. can hook it up and button map it on iPad. Games. That thing links to links to my um, Oculus Go as well. Did I ever tell you that? Yeah, you did. Uh, yeah, for Aquanauts Bluetooth. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, there's a few games that, that have controller support for VR. And um, like flying games are awesome on a gamepad. And then your like gaze controls your, your aim in the game. It's, uh, yeah, it's oh, super cool. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. That is, I can't even imagine, wrap my head around. Dude, like, when you sit in a chair and you do a barrel roll in a flying vr game the first time 
your stomach does something like something happens <laughs> in your body where you're like i'm gonna i'm falling but i'm not moving what's going uh-huh. on it really confuses your brain <laughs> uh, um in other news it looks like at this upcoming e3 um and i think you and i we were talking about this as a prediction gosh this was a four or five episodes back cream but um with PlayStation not having a presence at E3, how is Xbox going to capitalize? And it looks like they are going to be announcing two consoles. Um, one is called uh, Project Lockhart, and the other one is called Project Anaconda. And My Anaconda don't, don't want none unless you... Little in the middle and got much back. Uh, little, middle, got much back. Uh, uh. Um, so... Anaconda is supposed to be like their Xbox. This is a theory. It's supposed to be their Xbox X version. And the uh, Lockhart could be either a kind of Xbox S version or um, it could be a brand new piece of hardware, a diskless streaming and cloud based little box that might be at a pretty reasonable price point so yeah i heard 200 bucks for that little puppy that wow that's crazy so that's awesome though basically bottom line is more people able to get into games for cheaper you know what i mean so here's my question to you though if they're announcing this in june then when will this game be our game this console be available to purchase what do you think it'll be this holiday season no not this holiday it'll be next year probably 2020 so then this will be more of a teaser i think so and then i think next next year e3 they go into like price points and actual specs and show them off and have them there and playable and and stuff like that um i got a question for you am i dumb for getting an xbox one x or should i've just waited another i guess two years no you're not dumb because you just you just purchased the best trade-in console if you ever want to and I still that. love it. You have yeah. no idea. I still like oh, it's, it's still slick. So I'm, slick. I haven't got over it yet. The 4K. It's a it's a good machine. I'm trying to talk. So Seth Lee Oglesby, he got a 4K television, but he's still holding on to his Xbox S. So I'm trying to get him to make the make the jump over to the. So how would you describe that? Because I I think a lot of people that haven't seen 4K gaming and haven't seen HDR gaming. Um, it's kind of like um, ignorance is bliss, right? They, yes. they haven't seen it, they haven't experienced, yes. so they don't know. But you have—is it worth it? Is it worth someone like Seth to now that he has a 4K TV with HDR10? Should he make the leap and and get the Xbox X? Oh, man, yeah. I mean, I guess you got to consider a few factors. Um, you know, yes, it's it's expensive for what it is, right? I mean, the base Xbox One X is 500 bones. That ain't cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. There's how how much are you how much are you playing games and what type of games are you playing? Are you a yeah, couple a hours a week and you just play Rocket League and um, you know Apex Legends or something and and you're not really going hard, or are you putting in more than a few hours a week and you're really passionate about um, you know the, the stories of some games? You're that dude first in line for uh, the newest fill in the blank whatever uh, you know graphical you know fucking cream show the the forzas the the new tomb raider the you know uh whatever the new halo is going to be halo infinity and infinity i think is the subtitle they have um if that's you then 
then get it. Yeah, just get it. Um, and, and then also pro tips right now still be, and I'm so happy cause I shit all over, uh, fallout 76, but fallout 76 saved me a hundred dollars on my Xbox. They couldn't sell all those consoles that they paired them with. And so it's, um, it's, yeah, it's 400 bucks, uh, on, on all retailers and they still have them right now. So, uh, there's a hundred dollars off and then do what you can to sell your old Xbox uh, don't go to GameStop. Find a friend or somebody who doesn't have one and just uh, just force them to buy it from you. <laughs> well, and the only time I, so I used games so I when I had my when I upgraded to my X, I used GameStop to get rid of my S, and I uh, was able to do it. I I got like two hundred and almost two hundred. I think it was two hundred twenty dollars for it. Yeah, um, but it was on top of other deals and coupons and I like did some did homework. You, go to, you and, said GameStop or is that what it's called? GameSpot. Is that what you did? Yeah. And it was the best deal I could find. And again, so I'm part of the, whatever the power up rewards. So I got, oh, you, okay. so I doubled stuff and I had double coupons. So I really like, and if you wait with them, they're real finicky and they got a lot of fine print, but if you wait with them, you will see a, a sale every once in a while where it's yeah. like, any Xbox, well, 150 bucks. Come on, bring it in. Here's another you know? trick, too, is when you trade in a console, so whenever you see, see deals for that, all they want is the power source, the box, and one controller that works. That's all yeah. they want. So if you're one of those Xbox people that you have multiple controllers, a Kinect, that kind of stuff, do it separately. That's what I did. Um, and I got an additional $40 for my Kinect at the time. Um, I was getting twenty dollars per controller, so I really kind of raked it, raked them over the coals a little bit. But it was also like I don't know, only a, a, when was that? About a year after the S, yeah. the white S came out, the X came yeah. out. Yeah, you were at a good time when yeah. that original Fat Boy still had some value to it. I, I'm I was so late that it was like on their website they were. Because you can put in products and check on on their website, GameStop, and uh, they were going to give seventy dollars for it, and I was like, "Well, oh fuck that! God. I might as well just keep it and put." It. I mean, it's a that's ten dollars more than a new game, yeah. Um, yeah. So well, I decided I was deal. like, I was like, I'll I'll wait, and um, I sold it to a a friend, and he's loving it. He's you know, he's geeking hard because he just didn't have it, and he knew a handful of games he wanted to play, and I sweetened the deal for him. I gave him a brand new controller and like two games and he was pretty set up. So awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um, in other news, we have a, a just a itty bitty teeny weeny. Oh, I'm sorry. I wanted to mention, yeah. we were talking about the, the upgrade and was it worth it? I think it is worth it because oh, I yeah. think back to what my old TV was doing and what my original Xbox was doing. And it seemed like I just had dirty glasses on the whole time I was playing. You know, like when you don't oh, okay. clean your glasses off for a while yeah. and you get some, some... Oh, that's a cool way to look at it. Have some honey glazed donuts and then you get you touch your lenses and now you're playing video games, that old situation. Uh, yeah, so this is just like super crisp and clear. Uh, I, I told you my routine. I think I, I push an armchair up probably like eight feet from the screen, mm-hmm. something <laughs> like that, six feet from the screen. And I'm just like, I, I don't have a lot of concerns. I am just... I'm in there. I'm just ready to have fun. It's good. But yeah, go on. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say we have a just a tiny Mortal Kombat update. Um, it sounds oh, like- baby, a triple! Whoa. 
I pushed the wrong audio file. Oh, shit. I hate that kid. Guys, I should get rid of that kid, huh? (laughs) Vote in in chat. Let me know. Um, What I was going to say is uh, Johnny Cage is confirmed for uh, Mortal Kombat 11, which he, depending on the game, I think the last game I really liked him a lot. Was he in 10? He was. Yeah, he he had a big story with him and his daughter, Cammy. Cammy Cage is that her name? Cassie Cage. Cassie Cage. Cammy is a Street Fighter Two character. That's a Street Fighter lady. She's got her butt hanging out. She's got a lot of butt cheeks just floating <laughs> out. Um, so that's cool. Um, you get to do some nut punches. <laughs> that was always his like move. <laughs> um, Did finally- you see the reveal trailer for him? No, I haven't. No, not yet. They show uh, some of his fatalities, and there's a in some of his moves. Uh, there's one where he kind of like snaps and like points behind the guy and one of his uh stunt doubles runs in oh, and like awesome. sucker punches the dude or like chokes him back and then sets up a move for the real johnny cage and the the stunt double that runs in he's wearing like the mortal Kombat one like oh outfit, nice johnny cage that's outfit. awesome um he has a little move in there where he'll he'll take a photo of you and like blind you for a moment and then you and then he puts a move in um and then his fatality was like <laughs> he does a fatality but then they like retake it a bunch of times. So somebody comes out with the marker and like, all right, uh, take two Johnny Cage. And it's like bloopers of him ripping this dude's head off. Uh, you, you should absolutely YouTube it. That's cool. Yeah. Um, only other news, and, and I think you would like this, is uh, Halo in- Infinity is um, starting to games, gain, gain some hype. And there's a couple little bits that came out. First one is that... 343 considered releasing a Halo 5.5. So similar to how Halo 3 released ODST before Halo 4, they were thinking of doing just a small mini game kind of add-on deal. Um, John, I know you're into the Halo lore. What do you think would have been a nice little mini game campaign or story or something like that that they could have done for Halo? I guess Halo 5, yeah. Um, I don't know where they're going with Infinity, but I wouldn't mind going back, back, back before the events of Halo. How cool would that be to do like oh, Spart- the- Spartan training and when they first get um, John 117 and all that before he's even abducted as a child and a clone is there to replace him. Uh, so like a like full-on RPG era. almost. Well not, well, not RPG. It could still be a shooter, but you could go through and play like human levels, and then you your your bio mods like start to get installed, and that could be in the story. And then you like by the end of the game, you're what you're what Master Chief should feel like, or what a Spartan should feel like playing. But okay. at the beginning, you're like a human, and you're one of these trainees. So you're doing training missions, and like just normal grunt soldier missions and stuff like that, and then. All you get all these new abilities and your armor finally. I think that might be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that idea. I would pay for that. You know, if they if they modeled it sort of like a a Far Cry New Dawn type situation. Yeah, because when you they... say Halo Reach was like one step past what you're talking about, so you're like talking about the lead up to creating um, that fire. Like, did you read the Halo Fall of Reach book? Oh yeah, dude. So like that era, that, that stuff, yeah. you know. I read that one and the flood, the second one. Yeah, um, I think that could be really cool. Also, throw in, you know, five, maybe maybe six new 
multiplayer maps that get mixed right into the Halo Halo 5 game, and then you can play some new online maps uh, for Guardians. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as the lore and the story is concerned, Halo 5 is probably the worst one. Mm-hmm. But the multiplayer is so good. You know, and if you're if you're not... Well, first of all, if you're not playing Halo halo 5 and you like shooters and you like online competitive shooters that means you're probably playing call of, call of duty and if that's the case then uh, you're part of the problem so yeah you should you should switch to a game that has a l- larger skill gap uh i think that's what makes halo 5 fun so you can go in there and you have to you have to learn the game it's not giving you skill you know kill Kills, kills for skills. It's not giving. Yeah, it's not giving you uh, uh, arsenal attacks from from orbit if you get a, a headshot on one person. Um, right. I recently learned that the newest Call of Duty. Uh, so this is not talking about the. Uh, what, what's Blackouts. the mode called? Blackout or, or black? Yeah, but but the newest Call of Duty. I'm not talking about the blackout mode, the battle royale mode, and I'm not uh-huh. talking about zombies. I'm just talking about the current mul- uh, multiplayer. Uh-huh. Uh, your Slayer and um, Domination, I don't forget what they call their their, their uh, game modes, but just uh, current Call of Duty, they count assists as kills in that game. Mm. So every player that plays that game, they look at their KD at the end of the at the end of the match, and they and they see that oh man, I got I got 25 kills, I got 30 kills, I got 50 kills that game. Wow, I'm really good at video games, and I'm I. I, I it grosses me out man it's uh <laughs> it's um it's a game that wants every game every everybody playing it to feel feel like they're a really good player and it doesn't require any skill to be good at those games because the game is designed to make you feel like you're good at that game and it's a result of the participation award trophy uh generation the millennial generation uh-huh. where you know Hey, you're you're great and you're perfect in every single way, and no one is like you. And you're an elite gamer, and here's your Call of Duty, and <laughs> go. You know, yeah. Uh, Halo Five, however, I think, and Apex Legends is another good example of that, or Titanfall back then. But those are games where, if you suck, you're not you're not getting any kills. You're gonna suck, mm-hmm. and you, and unless you decide to try to improve your game, then then that's on you. You know, or if you just say, oh, screw it. And I think. Um, who who publishes the Call of Duty games? Is that uh, Activision? Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Activision. So, so I think that publisher is definitely. I mean, they want to not hurt their bottom line. They want they want to change it, but they're not really going to change it. it. They reskin stuff all the time, and they yeah uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm just not a Call of Duty guy. So well, and and the only other little bit of Halo news is uh, Frank O'Connor, uh, who is the He's the kind of general manager over it. He runs the Bible. He runs 343. And he was asked in a recent interview if if they were going to put Battle Royale in Halo Infinity. And he said, well, listen. He goes, technically, we were the first to do it. We just made the mistake of not making it a Slayer-based match. So he's essentially saying in big team battle, you could do 30v30. but you couldn't do a custom mode where it was every man for themselves. But he's essentially saying all the settings are in the custom games to build it outside of that Ooh. one little setting. So the rumor is that they're probably going to release an update uh, for Halo 5 that will allow us to create our own little 
custom battle royale games and maybe it'll show up in the playlist um imagine battle royale and like blood gulch you know how fun would that yeah be? i'm down i'm there that'd that be sounds so great or or even in some of those Warzone maps you know those maps mm. are huge those would be perfect for that yeah and he said um and then they said i guess he he kind of finished the whole thing up with saying that in this upcoming halo infinity that um the big push for this game is uh, a player feeling like they can create anything they want which that is almost him confirming <laughs> that there's going to be a battle royale mode either in custom yeah. or maybe even at the higher levels within multiplayer there yeah so that's exciting. I'm down that sounds so fun and i can't wait to see the new look too they said they were completely redesigning the engine yeah. or you know from the ground up and then yeah. also changing the art style of, of the game i hope they don't mess with multiplayer too much because it feels that feels so nice compared to some of the other multiplayer games that you'll still get yeah i have to imagine you'll still get the classics you know yeah and i hope they leave a lot of the spartan mobility stuff um, absolutely gr- ground pound ground clamber pound. all that stuff that You're, shoulder yeah. charge oh i love it yeah i mean i just love the mobility in that game you'll do stuff once you get used to the controls in that game where you're just like a little ninja flipping all around the map a couple headshots there throw a grenade dip out slide over here grab your next what like you just feel like very fluid and it's the verticality in games has become a new mm-hmm. um, a new thing that people are loving um what's the what's that disaster from bioware happening right now anthem uh, anthem is that was i think their goal big time was to is you know as how long have we been playing games where you're just sort of on this you're on the ground right and you're and you can go that way that way that way but I think that's a big thing in games now. Apex uh, Legends, same thing. You know, you're you, you feel like you're on top of a mountain at one point, and other times you're like, man, I'm way down in this little valley or this river, and you, you're constantly thinking about like, all right, who's gonna pop me from above? I, yeah, <laughs> I like it, games like that. I, again, I I have uh, I, I want to keep playing it, but there's been some new games that have interrupted it. But Assassin's Creed Odyssey, it has that same feel of if you can see it, you can get there. Like if you see a mountain peak in the distance. You can get on that mountain peak 100%. And it's, yeah. uh, um, I know Zelda, uh, is it called the Wild? <laughs> Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Um, it's you just can climb how, everything in that game. That was a big. You can get everywhere in that game, yeah. apparently, too. So, yeah, I agree. The verticality and also the, it's uh, what they call uh, dimensional gameplay, which again, Anthem is like you're flying, you're swimming, you're running. Um, I think. Halo, in my opinion, um, that and probably Grand Theft Auto were some of the first games that were, you're in a car, you're out of a car, you're in a flying machine, you're in a turret, you're... Yeah, that was a big one, wasn't it? Way yeah. back when you're you're in a car, okay, um, this is a car game, and then the moment you're like, oh, I just, I can get out of the car and back yeah. in whenever I please. That Everyone is like remembers... Two- yeah, whole genres colliding. You know that level in Halo One where you get the the Warthog and you go in those um, Covenant caves and fight all the Covenant. That to me is one of my favorite video game. Like whoa, memories. Like who's gonna drive? You drive. I'll drive. Okay, let's do this. This is yeah. Great. That um, and how large the, um, the spaces were and how yeah. you had options. Right, you hit that one point in that mission where you can go left, right, or center, and you got to do all three. But you get to choose which one you want to do first, you know. Yeah, awesome. Um, any uh, any new VR news or anything that you've heard in the the virtual reality world? Oh boy, we're coming up on. Um, 
I'm going to take a pee while you talk about this. <laughs> yeah, so that's fine. I'm, you can tell you're interested. Uh, the uh, yeah, Let's see, GDC awesome. is coming up, and at uh, that's the Game, Con- uh, Game Developers Conference. Um, that'll be a big one for the upcoming Oculus Quest, which I'm looking forward to. Um, standalone, uh, mobile, you know, completely te- untethered uh, VR headset with six degrees of freedom for the head and uh, motion tracking for the the hand controls, room-scaled uh, VR experience. And so at GDC, for the first time since the Facebook cons- conference uh, last year, they'll be showing off um, more, more games, and I think that's really going to help me decide if I'm pulling the trigger on this thing or waiting for something better. The uh, let's see, they should have a lineup of a lot of the games that are porting over from the Rift. So that's um, a game called let's see, Robo Recall, The Climb, uh, some of these top selling VR games for the first time. Uh, reviewers and uh, people in the press will be be able to get their hands on some of these other titles. They've showed off a bunch of times. They've showed off face, the new Face Your Fears game, and they've showed off. Uh, super hot which is available oh, on that's a good one on uh yeah you know pancake uh, mode on xbox and pc and all that but apparently the vr is that the slang this, pancake mode? yeah yeah you call it pancake for for if you're talking about just normal video games because once you i mean once you've played a handful full of good vr games it's you want more of it you know <laughs> like wow I, I, in my opinion i would play I would play every game that I play now if there was just a VR option for that to just be the camera. Because I don't get motion hmm. sickness. I'm like, uh, I know that's a big thing for a lot of people, and it's hard to market a product that 30% of the people that are that are going to use it are going to possibly get sick, you know? Um, do you, and I'm not do talking you wear about your like, glasses when you play VR? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've done a really good job with you know form factor and all that, and making it so that if you have normal size glasses, you don't have to you don't have to worry about taking them off. And they they also sell uh, spacers so that you can pull out what it comes with and then put a spacer in there so that you have another half inch or something of space in there. Um, but I was just mentioning Joel that the uh, game developers com- conference is coming up, and this will be the first time that oculus shows off a bunch of games and lets people play games and basically get an idea of um these games being ported these top sellers from the rift being ported over to the quest the graphics are going to have to take a hit right Mm -hmm. um big time on fidelity resolution lighting um you know a bunch of different things they're going to have to do to be clever about the limitations of a mobile chipset in the in the quest uh and so i'm real curious because i mean i mean we know graphics aren't everything but they're nice you know Mm -hmm. what i mean you want it you want things to look good you want to treat your eyes a little bit and it's also even like my wife she knows nothing about video games but I don't know. We were talking about VR the other day, and I was basically relaying everything that you've told me. And she was saying, like, um, well, couldn't you just, like, be in a cartoon? And I was like, huh. Do whatever you want. I guess you could, which made – then we started talking because – I oh, I know why this came up. I was telling her about the Groundhog Day thing. And I was like, oh, that sounds cool because we and both – it's got a cartoony aesthetic to it as well. And we like that. We 
you know, like that. And so we landed on like another VR game they should do is Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Like, how cool would that be? That you, would be very cool. You go yeah. into like Toontown, you're solving some sort of mystery, you know. Heck yeah. It, maybe a Telltale vibe in there in terms of, a, or LA Noir, but with cartoon characters. I think that would that be cool. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm really hoping this device impresses everybody, and I'm hoping you get one because this could be a way that we could play games that we could feel like we're in the same place. Okay. It's, oh, like you know that I mean? one game you and I played with the iPhone where I was yeah. controlling. Yeah, you and I. Yeah, we I was played like your a game. Hacker. Yeah, we had, we played a game where my brother Joel was in Colorado and he was on his phone looking at maps and helping me solve puzzles while i was walking around in a virtual environment and across the country and i got i got a i got a guy in the chair right you're my little man in the chair and you're yeah. telling me all right you got a guard up here you're gonna wait just a few more seconds and then i'll tell you when you need to go and then we're gonna get to a door you need to tell me the the number on the door and i'll put that in and then i'll give you the code enter that code and we all got to do it before this guard turns back around and shoots you in the face um what was that? What's the name of that game? Damn it! I think it's called Sabotage or something. Um, I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, that's that's one example. But I'm talking about um, multiplayer games, uh, games, e- even social experiences. Uh, there's a game right now that's really popular on Rift, and it's free. It's called Rec Room, and it's user generated um, games. So there's a battle royale mode in there. Oh, there's, cool baseball there's basketball there's um just sit around in a social place and play board games or cards and everyone has an avatar and you know you can i think there's i think there's cool things on the horizon for virtual reality so yeah that game was called covert covert yeah and every time you died uh, a little voice sings into the headset and uh, you just got shot. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> like laughing so hard. Awesome. Well, it is our 13th episode, ladies and gentlemen, which means... Oh, no. We're all going to die. We're all going to die. Um, <laughs> no, it's our 13th episode, and uh, we are going to be doing some Rad Dad trivia. Trivia for treasure. Cream, um, you know I am a huge... Friday the 13th movie fan so I have come up with some Friday the 13th theme trivia Ooh. and listeners at home if you would like to join us just let us know in the chat on Mixer right now if you are in we are going to be a little bit more on the pedal for this uh, so we're going to ask you guys to obviously if you're driving and listening to us live yeah, maybe not play, maybe not play trivia but if you're uh, sitting at home or you're in a place where you can just kind of stop and focus on the game, we are going to ask for fast responses this time. We did get some feedback that it does put a little bit of a, a slowdown in the show when we're waiting on folks to come up with their questions. So, listeners at home, you are playing for a, uh, an exclusive now, hard to find, not sold in stores anywhere, collapsible Red Dead Redemption shot glass, and then Cream and myself and any other guests that we have on the show here uh, that is going to be speaking into your ear holes. They are competing for a high-value cowboy hat, which I, I can't <laughs> a proper wait. cowboy a hat, a proper, a re- like a real deal Buster Scruggs cowboy hat. So, uh, um, so yes, we have some folks chiming in. Cream, I know uh, you talked about uh, in one of our earlier episodes that you went down the old Friday the Thirteenth rabbit hole and watched a lot of the uh, <laughs> a lot of the movies. For the first time, yeah, that was um, 
sometime last year. Uh, I have a I have a sneaking suspicion that I am gonna blow it on this trivia, but let's try I it. I try I'm ready. to keep it a little bit. I th- I think I think you'll do okay, and and we'll this see. first question is a good example of it. So, um, which Friday the Thirteenth was Corey Feldman in? Okay, okay, I know this. It's either it's either two or three. Uh. Am I to answer now, or do, are you waiting on chat, people? Just go, right? Uh, just go, baby. Okay. I'm going to say three. Okay. Um, so he made uh, a couple guest appearances and some. I'm not really counting them, but as a main film, he was in Friday the 13th, number four. Ah, so close. Starring Crispin Glover. That's uh, right. Poor yes. Crispin. He was just trying to get a girl to like him in that movie. Yes. Um, he. Uh, <laughs> there's a dance scene with him in there that is just yeah. the most ridiculous thing I've super, ever seen. Super, super gifable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. So we got Nighthawk saying two. You're wrong, Nighthawk. It was number four. No points awarded. Moving on to the next question. I see you out there, Golden Bear. Fart. Let's get in this. Let's get in here, baby. Um, this will be a closest two answer, so we'll include our um, our special uh, friends here in Mixer in this one. Creamy, how many total kills does Jason have in uh, in the entire twelve oh, twelve film? franchise okay i know okay so my math on this is like how many can how many counselors die in each one but then there are some later ones where he he goes into cities he goes to manhattan yeah goes to manhattan (laughs) he's in space for christ's sake there's not a lot of people in space but i haven't seen that one so maybe maybe there is a huge crew or he wrecks a ship possibly uh i'll say (laughs) I'll say a clean. I'll say a clean one fifty. Okay, a clean one fifty. Um, we got probably some... way too few. I'm. A, I'm gonna guess I went low. Okay. Um, according, Nighthawk, how dare you? He might have thought we asked movies. Nighthawk's guess was seven. Nighthawk, you are incorrect. Unless you're doing that Price is Right thing where you bet a dollar, you're incorrect. Jordan's close. He has a hundred and ten, but Creamy, you are the closest with one hundred. And 50, the actual death count. If you include, spoiler alert, Jason's mom, it's at 169, but the question was for Jason specific, specifically. It's 160. Cream, congratulations. Nice. You got, you nice. got a so point. So Jason's mama only killed only killed people in the first one, right? Yeah, in nine. Okay. In nine uh, she killed nine people in the first film, yeah. Kevin Bacon, arrow through the throat. That bitch was ruthless. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I he hate barely, that scene. He barely talked in that whole thing, too. Man, the kills back then were like, they seemed more real or something. Oh, it's because it's all pract- practical. Um, you know? Yeah. They just seem realer. Like, when someone gets stabbed in a movie from the 80s, it's like, oh, murder. That seems real. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Nowadays, you just get stabbed a few times. Some CG blood sticks on the camera. You're like, oh, yeah, big deal. <laughs> um, what is the name of the reoccurring hero character that shows up in 
one, two, two of the Friday the 13th films. Just a name of another character who survives or something? Well, he's the kind of known hero character, and this is, again, a video game podcast, so that'll be my hint for you. Oh, so it's the guy's name from the game. Ah. He shows up if you use the... I'm just totally giving it oh, to Oh, yeah. <laughs> use the radio Damn tower. It. Dude, we all we all screamed it a million times. It's like... Is it, is, is it like initials, I think, or something? It's like AJ or something? Or... Um, I have a shit no. memory. Nope. No. Clint. <laughs> it's wow. I am no. It is Tommy Jarvis. Tommy. Tommy Jarvis. Jarvis. So Tommy, Jordan yeah. said Bill. You said Clint. That's weird. Bill Clinton. Okay. <laughs> Tommy Jarvis. So okay. And then we have uh, two more questions, Cream. So if you get these next two, then I think you might be okay. And I think you actually have a good shot here. I believe we'll see. Here. We'll see. Yeah. A little slow on the trigger there, Nighthawk. Let's get our shit together, Kay. But <laughs> um, what is the name? I already said that. How did Jason come back from the dead and Friday the 13th 6? Friday the 13th, number 6. How did he come back from the dead? Uh, so I haven't seen that one. I didn't get that far. I think... What's the what's the real shitty one, Joel? Is it four or five? It's five, isn't it? <laughs> Listen, bro, they're all pretty shitty. They're all oh, I know, but like, isn't there one where it's just like extra shitty? Like, don't fans of the franchise like? I think I think it's agree this one. that there's one that's like oh boy. I think it's this one that we're okay. talking about. <laughs> okay, how does he come back? Um, maybe like his corpse uh, gets electrocuted, gets struck by lightning yeah. or something like that. You got it. Yes. Yeah, he uh, the old Frankenstein. He pulls off uh, some of the wrought iron gate from the cemetery. Tommy Jarvis does and stabs him. Jason falls into his grave, and you're like, "Okay, wait a second. This is 20 minutes into the movie. What's going on?" And then he gets struck by lightning, and that is where the entire series gets wacko. That's where. That's when he gets his powers. That's when he gets his super zombie powers. Yep. Yes. Um, and in yes. that same movie, the hero girl, so every film outside of the Tommy Jarvis films, really, they have like a hero girl character. She's also uh, has telekinesis, so she can she can move shit with her mind. Jean Grey, calm Jean Grey style. So that's another weird part of that movie. Um, I feel like all these movies also always have a fat jokester. There's always that fat guy who drinks too much, or he might smoke pot, or he's a nerd. But there's always a, f- but he's always cracking jokes, comic relief. He always dies too, and right? you're always okay with the fact that he dies. <laughs> you're just you're you're happy actually. You're like, good lord, finally, yeah. uh, nice. All right. How many total movies are there, or is that your question? Oh, I can tell you, there's twelve. Okay, so. I need to finish these, right? I stopped. What did I say? I stopped at four. You stopped I think. at four. So, yeah. and actually, if if it's it's similar to the fasting thing I was talking about, if you just want to get the basis of Friday the Thirteenth, watch one through four, because that is it's that all takes place within the span of a few days. Those movies do. Yeah. Um, it's kind of the same story of this kid coming back to avenge his mother, essentially. Um, five is a copycat killer. Um, six. Whoa, 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 whoa! Spoilers. No, that that's that's well known. It's well known. I, not for me. Six is where the supernatural stuff takes place. So then you have the okay, weird I'm psychic, the six. psychic, 
weird, like definitely, you know, enjoy yourself. Get some salad that evening. And then uh, seven is Manhattan. Eight is goes, uh, oh God, I got them all out of the order. 10 is space. Yeah. Nine is hell. Eight is Manhattan. Six and seven are the like Jami, uh, Tommy Jarvis tales. You know what I mean. You don't count Freddy versus Jason in the in so the then, lineup. So then after space, you have Freddy versus Jason, and then you have the 2009 remake. Um, uh, did I watch that one? I don't think so. Oh, that's good. Did you like that one? Yeah, they show okay. a lot more from his perspective. So, like in the camp. They uh, they show like he has underground tunnels that allows him to get from point A to point B so fast and I don't know. Wow, it's fun. It's definitely Vietnam. worth a watch. Definitely worth a watch. Um, All right. Awesome, Final question. Man. Final question. Um, who won, Freddie or Jason? Oh man, this one I saw too. But when I was it's the 19. highest highest production value film at just over that 30. scene when freddie jumps out of the lake is like so badass um with his claws yeah getting close to the ending there yeah yeah i'll go freddie i guess so technically it's jason so jason <sighs> uh beat him up chops his head off and then uh it it actually has a a little uh in in credit like scene which is not un, it's uncommon for a non-marvel film but then in the they head used that, to do it yeah they used to do it back in the yeah, day yeah in the head that jason's holding of freddy you get a little wink a little a little wink of the eye there also so, really it's a draw you could say I'm it's a draw wrong. but i mean he wrong. is holding his head so he definitely lost something you know what oh, I mean? dude michael myers he got his head cut off like twice and he came back in some of those movies None of the movies after number one count except for number one and the newest movie directed by, um, what's his name? Rob Zombie. Adam McKay, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. So, I thought you would get that one, man. Uh, uh, you lost by one. shot, yeah. I could give it to you for the whole draw answer because that was going to also be another potential correct answer. No, I don't need your handouts. I don't want you charity. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'll... earning my bars. <laughs> all right. Um, our our listeners. Is... How did chat do? Did they all they did, did not, they all know that they last did not one? Not do well. No one guessed Jason as the winner. Um, wow. Jordan did not get the closest guess. All right. Nighthawk didn't get a single question correct. So <laughs> he's usually our killer. Our yeah, Stone Cold Killer. Our trivia slayer. Um. This whole thing reminds me we have to play that game more. I just love Friday the 13th. I'm ready. I'm ready. Game. I really do love it. Ooh, let's talk about our um, our challenge we did last week. We were supposed to play Elite Sniper 17 starring Mark Wahlberg oh, on yeah. Game Pass. Game of the week. So game of the week. We played uh, Sniper 4. was our game of the week game. Uh, John, you didn't get to it, did you? I didn't. I was supposed to play earlier today, and then I just, uh, I, th I think I pooped and brewed another thing of coffee and <laughs> did a drawing. I, yeah, I just didn't, That's I didn't okay. install it. I think I forgot to install it, and then I was like, shit, it's not installed. Yeah, I I played a couple hours of it, and it, um, it was surprisingly good. Like, I... You 
yeah, you shared a game clip on Xbox Live. Um, two things. The graphics looked cool. Just visually, it looked like a newer game. And then also uh, those slow motion x-ray you know, yeah. bullet, so bullet cool. entry wounds were pretty awesome looking. Yeah. Yeah, so it's this. I played three a little bit, and that one was a little bit more linear. Um, like you follow a path. There's a level. Complete the level. Follow path. There's a level. Complete the level. That kind of thing. This yeah. one is more open world. So um, again, uh, referencing Wildlands, it was similar to that where you had uh, some icons, some question marks on the map. You check them out, and then you're kind of hit with an objective: kill two officers. Um, stop people from taking the payload away in the truck, like shut down radio towers, kind of what we're used to seeing in open world games, but everything is from a sniper perspective. Um, I wish they had in, uh, in Assassin's Creed, you can like let your Eagle loose and they can literally mark every target. Oh yeah. I wish they had something like that in this game. A drone or something. Yeah. Yeah. Wildlands use drones and, in, in this game, you use binoculars, and you can tag targets, but you have to see them in your binoculars. So you're, for me, I uh, was always missing guys, and I was always getting yeah. snuck up on by guys. But, I mean, it's a fun game. If you're into, if you're a sniper-type dude, if you're patient, if you're a good stealth gamer, uh, I would highly recommend it. And, I mean, one of the things that caught me off guard, and I did do a game uh, capture of this. I don't know if you saw it, was I shot. These guys were coming up. And I either threw a grenade or I shot the gas tank on a truck. I can't remember. I think I threw a grenade. And so um, it went into slow motion mode, which I did not expect. I, I was used to seeing that with the sniper bullet because that's what happened in the last game. But I threw a grenade and went into slow motion mode. It hits the truck. The truck explodes. Shrapnel comes off of the truck in slow motion cream. And it you see it go into the embed itself into the intestines of the nearby Ooh. soldiers killing them, breaking their spine, like Mortal Kombat style from the concussive force of the explosion. That was, like, definitely, like, rock hard after that. When did this come out? Um, It actually Last year, year before? I I feel like it came out at the end of the summer um, is when it came out. but uh, Like, last year, summer? Oh, yeah, yeah, 2018 summer. Oh, cool. All right, and then my other question is, um, is there... Is it the the whole game is sniping, right? Like there's no hey, get over there and you got a sidearm, you know, for when you're No, up, you actually you have, have two additional loadout weapons. So you can okay. have like a rifle or a machine gun, uh, um, and then you can have a pistol and you even can get knives for, for melee meleeing, but the primary mode is stealth sniping or stealth assassination. Okay. So it was pretty cool. I liked it. It takes place in cool. World War II. You're killing Nazis. Well, maybe so... I'll still try it then. I mean, hell. Yeah, give it a shot. I mean, again, Game Pass app, fellas. There's an Xbox Game Pass app. If you're a Game Pass user, log everything in, and every time you see a game that you want, it will queue it up for download, and you could be at work taking a shit, and it'll queue, queue it up for download. So You could be at home taking a shit, and it'll still queue it up. Yeah, your grandmother's house taking a shit. And it'll still you could be pooping up. literally anywhere on the in the planet as long well, as you have the app. As long as you have Wi-Fi. <laughs> I, maybe yes. your grandma doesn't have Wi-Fi. Cause she's you don't need Wi-Fi. Yeah, you do. How's it going to communicate? run off your cellular network. Oh, I guess you're right. Cellular, too. You need some sort of... You need to be on. You can't be in an airplane. No, uh, on a, on a flight you're to Australia. Forty-five bucks an hour for yeah. internet. Yeah, and don't do that because their internet's butt. 
It's butt. Um, we got an email. I'll talk Uh-oh. about this quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Some sicko. <laughs> well, and we've gotten such great questions of like, you know, why don't you say your kids' names and this and that and um, I don't know. This one just was perfect for me when I received it. I was walking my dog last night and uh, I got an email um, from a gentleman named Chris. It doesn't say where he's from. It's a picture. Which when's the last time you've emailed a picture to someone? I remember when that was like. I do it all the time, actually. Easter was great. Here's some photos, love. You know. Yeah. Aunt Marjorie. Um, he sent us a picture of. He said. He said just one of those days. Thought you guys would like this. Uh, just one of those days. Ellipses. 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 Thought you guys would like this. And brutal. It is, it is a rabbit. <laughs> with his head stuck in his grill, <laughs> just whole kinda, upper body, yeah, whole it's upper like the body up hind, to his shoulders, hind quarters sticking out just of a car grill, hanging out. <laughs> if you zoom in, you can see where the a little bit of the fur has pulled away from his, probably from his body, just flopping around in the oh, grill. Man. Yeah, oh, it's brutal. It looks like a like a Looney Tunes cartoon <laughs> or something like that. It was like it was like the rabbit was in the road. It knew what was going to happen. It was like, shit, I can't make it to the left or right. Fuck it. I'm running straight at this car. Yeah, it, it was went, juking. Like... It was juking. And then just timing was its worst enemy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just made me... It looks like something that should be memed. A hundred percent. It looks like something that you would see on the internet. So Right, on Reddit or something. Like, oh, here, Monday coming at you like, you know, or something. <laughs> yeah. So... All right. Thank, well, yeah, for th- thank you, Chris. You, you weirdo, sending people dead animal photos. <laughs> well, and the fact that well, and he was right though, Cream. He's like, thought you guys would like this. I loved it. Like it cracked me up. Yeah. Well, so. I saw. I was like, I think driving or, or busy or something, and I saw just like on my notification screen that I got a text from you, and it was. I just saw a glance at a glance. I saw something about you know, hey, we got an email from a listener, and I was like, oh, cool. Well, I can't wait to see what the you know what the question is what are what we'll have yeah. a fun topic for tonight and then i just see dead rabbit and i'm like oh okay <laughs> yeah awesome um so for this uh this upcoming week game of the week um we are gonna be and this is great because we play this game and i'm right now I'm, I'm specifically talking through the internet to golden bear to ventrilofart jayhawker ranger danger uh, the game of the week is Sea of Thieves. Fuff, fuff, waff, waff, waff. Ham, um, ham, 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 are ham, 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 Jump oh, aboard wait. my schooner and let's go get some gold. Hold on a second. I've got to gather these pigs over here for the <laughs> merchant. <laughs> uh, I am more than okay with this selection. It's been months since I've been on that game, and I am to understand that there have been a buttload of it's patches a good time and changes. To get back yeah. into it. Yeah, they. Um, yeah. Apparently, it's the best the game has been. Um, it before Apex came out. <laughs> it's like, uh, what is it? B A and uh, A A <laughs> before Apex and after Apex. Before Apex came out, it was up to the number two streamed game after Fortnite. So it's it was definitely building up some steam. A lot more people are jumping back in. They got ghost ships, so NPC-controlled ghost ships, John, that just show up and carry rare loot. 
So if we decide oh, cool. to just blow up that ghost ship, we can go and do that. Um, they've added an entire new section of map. They've added additional new secrets to the maps. Um, there's daily um, like uh, challenges that you can do. Oh, I love daily challenges. Um, and then there's a ton of rewards apparently for getting back in the game. So if you took a break and getting back in, they apparently are giving out a lot of rewards. Oh, I heard they adjusted the marketplace a little bit too, so things are a little more affordable. Did I make that up? Um, Have you heard that? I thought they made things they a did. little more... Yes, or at a, least it, the path to getting gold a yeah, little Yeah, that actually happened a, a couple updates ago, but that was one of their other ways to get people back into the game. Nice. Well. So... Um, Golden Bear on Mixler is giving us the pirate hand symbol for drop anchor, which it actually looks like a thumbs down. But that okay. is that that means John's in. He wants to go to shore. He wants to get some supplies, maybe some some new guns. But yes, that yeah, I'm I agree with you, John. Drop anchor. Let's let's play this game. That sounds great. <laughs> I was the worst <laughs> pirate uh, when we were playing that heavily because. Uh, there, I don't know, it'd be me, you, Golden Bear, and then maybe somebody else. And everybody was being such tryhards about running the ship. I would just lay on the deck. I'd just like go into the oh, sleep, yeah. That's sleepy fun. mode and just lay on the deck. Be like, let me know when we're there, boys. You're doing great. <laughs> yeah. I had, a, uh, I had one of those griefer moments where I joined a random party. I was playing by myself. And uh, they instantly, instantly put me in the brig in the little jail cell that's in the bottom yeah. of the ship. That was, yeah. I, I hope they fix that. Um, and they were continuing to do missions, but here's the thing. I'm still part of the crew, so I'm still getting all the benefits from their missions. And as long as I move my controller every once in a while, I'm... You went time out. Yes, yeah, so I was reading my news, sitting in there, and then eventually they all went down there and started drinking beer. All four or three of them yeah. drinking beer and just puking on me over and over again. Wow. They were so pissed because – and then the dude Xbox messaged me, and he was like uh, – he apparently was from some somewhere in the Middle East because he called me a wanker. Isn't that – that's what they say in the Middle East? British thing, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. But uh, he was like, yeah, we're trying to get our other guy on here. Will you please just leave the match? And I just – didn't <laughs> yeah you so, guys are the ones that are gonna have to get reversed, off i'm not going anywhere i reverse griefed him i was proud of that nice um so that'll that's be this I, game of the week kind of what i do in uh in halo or any any multiplayer game when the whole, my whole team quits and it's just me it's like i know i'm gonna lose but i'm gonna make these guys find me for the next 15 minutes and i'm gonna hide and then like try to you know jump jump out of nowhere and attack them and try to get a kill or two <laughs> yeah I love it. Awesome. All right. That brings us to top three. Top, 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 top three. Top three. What is this week's top three? All right. Uncle well, Joel. this week's top three is most. Well, so we talked about it's Friday. Or it's not Friday the 13th at all. It's, it's our, our 13th, 13th episode. episode. And we talked about um, Wednesday the 28th. Being unlucky there's... on Friday the 13th. And that date, yes. I looked it up, it dates back to like eight, 1869 when someone felt the, uh, in two separate parts of his book, said that Friday was the worst day of the week and that the 13th of the month was the worst day of the week. So people at the time, because there was literally only like 40 books around back then, <laughs> who knows? I don't know. I'm a I think dummy. it was 40, 45. Yeah. <laughs> um, but people put it together, and that's where the, the superstition started. So, huh. unlucky, 
um, translates to frustration. John, top three most frustrating games. What's your number third? Number third? Number three top most frustrating three game. most frustrating games. Um, my number three, and this is no fault of the game itself, uh, is Rainbow Six Siege. Okay. I played love, that with you. I love what that game is doing. I just blow at it and I panic when I'm supposed to not panic and and I uh I only played with our buddy Harambe Zombe and I I I love I mean I think that game I support that game I think what it's doing is awesome but I just never got to a point where I was competent right and that is frustrating when you really want to get good at a game but then you you just don't ever <laughs> right so that game was I mean and I'm talking about and if you played this game you know what I'm talking about you can lie if you want and say oh I've always been awesome at that game um I'm talking about the just multiplayer mode 4v4 uh defuse the bomb um if back you know get save the save the hostage those game modes incredibly fun but I was I was the guy on the team first to go down just saying I lost all my lives <laughs> that was it your team has one life left. I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. I'll I'll lose that one for us, boys. <laughs> <laughs> so that was yeah. That's my number three. Have you have you played it since um, like since they've added the, I guess the uh, they've added so much stuff. Yeah, they added a zombie mode, like a monster mode. Oh really? Yeah. Ooh, I would try that out. It looks awesome. It's I mean I that was the last time I played and. Since then, uh, my game partner has sort of hung me out to dry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I haven't played it in a while. I haven't bought it, so I don't. I don't have access currently. Okay. Game's okay. clean looking game though. I'd like to see that running on the X. I bet it looks real, real sharp. All right. Well, my uh, my number three game is Dark Souls. Um, Ooh. I don't know if you've ever played a Dark Souls game, but it's I've heard it can hell be. on earth. Yeah, I've heard it can be a tough one. Yeah, uh, Golden Bear was all about, like, he felt like that was going to be the game and that he was so, he was going to love it. And I was like, all right, dude, buy it, man. Sounds good. And uh, I, I tried on, I couldn't even get past, like, the second monster. Like, I, I, I it was just, because as, as, if you haven't played Dark Souls, listeners, if you die, you're you're done. Um, and later in the game, you get to build little bonfires that you come back at. Um, but if you're not doing that all the time, then you are uh, you're just it's just a very frustrating, almost begging for perfection kind of game. Um, I can see why some people get into that. It's similar to Hitman, where you know it's it's finding the perfect way to execute the outcome and the goal. It just was not for me, and I quickly put that down, and I uh, don't really regret it. Yeah. Yep. Um, what's your number? What's your number two? Um, this is like a fun kind of frustrating, but I, I put down trials just because. Um, I, every everyone who plays that, especially in the older ones, trials two and uh, maybe Ev- evolution, I it's think is the name. Trials HD was. Uh... Yeah, so yeah. definitely, yeah, so definitely the Trials HD like original one. Um, you play through all the maps and all the courses, right? And then 
at some point in the game as a player, you hit a point where you get to a level and it's just a total impasse. Like you are, you do not require the skills to get past this one little hill or this one little trick you're supposed to do. Cause when you go up the ramp, you're supposed to do a bunny hop when you go off of it. And then you have to immediately go forward. But then when your tire hits, then you got to pull back again, but not too far because then you'll fall back. You know? Um, so I, I can't tell you how many times I've sat there and tried to advance, uh, in a certain level. And it just made me stop playing the game. <laughs> like, yeah, I would go uh, back and try to do better times and beat friends times on the earlier maps that I'd already completed. But one, once I hit that one point of the game, I find it and I'm like, Oh, this is that, this is that one. This is the course that's going to make me stop playing this game. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, and to jump ahead, that's my number one most there frustrating game. And it's timely guys. Listen, I know I'm a sellout. It literally, the new version came out and I've been playing it uh, for the last couple nights, but um, it's in my brain and it brought up old frustrations that I had with the other games. I played, I started, I own my, I guess my first trials game was fusion. And then I played the trials of the blood dragon, which is just fun. It's just, it's more story and campaign based. It's that kind one's of, really wild. Isn't it? So wild. It's like involved shooting trip. in it in some levels and there, stuff. Yeah. You're shooting, you're, um, you're hitting switches to open things. Like it's a very different style game. But then it's still like a lot of trials too. Like it still feels yeah. like a trials game. So well, and yeah. and I guess going back to just beating your friends' times, which is an awesome um, aspect. We're such dorks. We take photos of our screen and then send yeah. it to that person and be like, "You're up, bitch. See if you can beat me." <laughs> I love it, dude. Brogan jumped on one of mine today and beat it like literally moments after I beat his, like he just nice. Like, I'm going to take care of this right now. <laughs> so he Boss, just like, you mind if I take a break from work right now, yeah. I'm going to be heading home. I have something I need that yeah. needs my attention right now. Yeah, totally. uh, yeah. That's fine. Broken. Why are you, why are you talking so serious? I, yeah. nothing's wrong. I just have to go home now. That's I have fine, a, broken. I have an anal fissure. I'm, yeah. I didn't want to tell you this, but I have Split to split wide open back there. boss. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so, uh, but there is this feeling when you start it, you're like, oh, I totally got this. I'm going to beat him. This will take me five minutes. But then you look at your watch and it's like, Christ, it's been like an hour and a half. And I'm playing the yep. same map. Um, and at a certain point you have to just be like, I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to beat yep. him. And like, how much time do I need to do to do this or to pull this off? You know, but yeah. the game does do just on a brighter side of things, just not to be so negative about it because frustration is um i don't know john it's not like, the game's fault frustration is a fulfilling thing too because if you can overcome it that's a that's an awesome feeling right that's yeah. why trials fusion is such an addictive or i'm sorry trials anything is such an addictive game um but your brain is memorizing things in weird chunks and i was thinking about this today the, the closest i i could think of when my brain worked that way Cream was like when I would memorize scripts for when I when I used to do some acting when I was younger, like you're compartment compartmentalizing and memorizing things in weird chunks. So you're like, oh god, okay. So on this hump, I have to hit the brake so I can get a good downslope and hit that ramp so that I can get up to the second shortcut. Like, yep. You have to, and then you have to remember it's not just like 
what I just said, it's like specific kinesthetic movement and it's like right. a, it's a complex thing and then oh gosh well okay. and you and just then, remember screwing it up and there's some tell yeah. that you see in the map that you're like oh that part's coming up focus right <laughs> yeah oh i gotta remember the red the red yeah. fire can right there that's when i gotta do this so i actually think it's probably healthy for our brains to like work in that way because like for me i feel like i'm going from one processor to like four processors because i'm trying to memorize all these things because you can't in the older games, it was less consequence to just um, get to a checkpoint, crash, and then go back to that checkpoint. Um, and even in Fusion, and we didn't talk about this earlier, but even in Fusion, it was a little more forgiving. In this game, you can do it, but it's like a five-second penalty, and you feel like you can never hit that checkpoint. Well, button. and if you want silver or gold, you have to do it with uh, a certain amount of resets, you know? Like, I think for gold on some of the maps, you have to just go straight through, you know? Right, right. Zero errors, or maybe they'll let you have one oh, or yeah. two As errors, you, you know? Oh, yeah, there's a whole slew of different challenges. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's definitely a cool form of frustration. Um, my number two, which I didn't get to, and then we'll let you hit your number three, Creams, is um, Cuphead. That's my number two most frustrating game. That's my number one, so let's talk about it. Oh, this is perfect, so... I mean, it's gorgeous. Um, it's one of those games that have you played it on your 4K display yet? No, no. It's it was another, back in the old Xbox it's days. It's another level. It's a cool yeah. feeling. It looks like there's a old timey projector behind your head. Game like, is beautiful. <laughs> that game is just not for me. Oh, it's it's rough. Um, the the most fun though, cream I've ever had with that game is when people have been over, um, like we're having a party or you know just screwing off. And, like, I remember playing with Jordan Shaquille's wife. Like, her and I were co-oping Cuphead, and we had a blast. Like, yeah, it was it was a lot more fun, I think, co-op. Yeah. Um, but it's frustrating. It's almost Souls-level frustrating where you're doing things over and over and again. But there are some patterns, and there are some, like, little, like, weak spots and things like that on the bosses. But so much of it is random that even if you master something, you can still die. And then, right. oh, it just it's not so, like trials where you oh, just have it to just remember. Crushes you. Yeah. 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 It's brutal. I mean, it's not my type of game. I thought I would like it and I thought it'd be a fun challenge and it was a challenge. Yeah. And I, I just rage quitted it. I was like, I'm not, I'm done. I'm never playing this again. I don't care. Yeah. Um, awesome. That was our top three. So, um, I, let's see here online. We have, uh, Ricky DeMonico is saying that his number one most frustrating game is super Mario two. I'm just kidding. I made that up. None of you participated. <laughs> you failed. <laughs> yeah. Let us know your <laughs> frustrating games that you made, made you want to break a controller or maybe you did break a controller. Yeah. <laughs> Um, awesome. Uh, awesome. Well, that is pretty much everything, Cream, um, unless there's anything else you want to add to the to this this uh, broadcast. I was going to say, just on the dad side of things, I, uh, we had a, a pretty nice day in Ohio today. I was able to take the, uh, the three-year-old to our – it wasn't – the plan didn't start this way, but uh, we were outside doing some stuff in the yard and just goofing off. And um, she got a hold of the wagon, and she was like, "I want to go for a ride." And I was like, "Oh, that's cool. I could I could use a walk, get some blood flowing here." And loaded her up, and we went down to the end of the street, and then 
she didn't want to go back. I was like, oh, I'll keep going, go down to the go down to the pond, and we went down to the pond and looked looked at some ducks, and then she kept all right now where now where can we go? I was like, oh, I don't know. I figured we'd go back home, and she's like, No, 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 let's go this way. I'm like, All right, let's keep going. So I just kind of like let her do whatever. I was, I just kept looking at my watch. I'm like, We, I mean, we got time. What, what do you, where do you want to go? I'm you know, and so I just we just I followed her around, and then uh, we ended up uh, at the playground on like the grayest ohio day but the temperature was nice everything looks like death and shit because all the snows melted and i'm like let's just uh yeah we just so she she climbed all over played had a great day got got some walking in and uh felt productive when i got back you know so was able to sneak a february park day in on accident oh okay yeah three-year-old calls the shots i listen (laughs) that's awesome Um, dad chat dad chat I mean, how's uh, your boy? Your boy was sick last week. Is he? Is this boy okay? He's okay. Yeah, he had uh, he had a, like an upper respiratory infection. It's weird yeah. when your kids get sick because it's like uh, E.T. and Elliot. Like you, it's not that you're feeling psychosomatic symptoms of like whatever they're going through, right. but you just feel like so like, oh my god, I have to put all my energy into what do I, what do I have to do to make this thing that I care about and love so much feel better. And right. it is, uh, it's a complete weird brain shift. Like, literally nothing else matters. You could have taxes due. Your boss wants the uh, TPS reports. Um, your wife needs like a I good... Just want my, I just want my kid to smile and not yeah. feel like shit. It, nothing yeah. else matters. You just want to make him feel better. So that's a... But he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. Yeah, he's and all, it's one he's of those almost things, ready to walk, um, too, which is exciting as well. It's it's one of those things with a kid, too. There's, there is no fix. Sometimes the kid just has to be feel like shit for a couple days you know well yeah and that's what makes them able to handle that kind of stuff better a little like, bit later in life i think our yeah our mom was in town and uh one of my daughters had a cold i mean it was a straight up run-of-the-mill cold uh congested a uh, little bit of a fever you know and mm-hmm. we did you know cough syrup and stuff here at the house and um, our mom was like, no, we got to go to urgent care. John, she doesn't sound good. And she's like freaking me out. We got to go to urgent care. We got to go to the emergency room. I'm like, mom, she has a, she has a cold. We've done this before with, with kids. <laughs> turn on, turn on the humidifier, get the Vicks out, you good know? Yeah. Yeah. And then, Motrin? and then the next day, yeah. the next day she was fine. You know, she's totally coming out of it. And I just hate that mentality of like, oh, panic, panic, panic. We got to, you know, it's yeah. like, no, this is. They're sick, okay? Let them lay down, lots of water, do soup for dinner. That's all you can really do if it's something like that. I mean, obviously, yeah. if her temperature was higher or if I was really concerned, you know, I would have I would have done something. But seen a cold before. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, and that's almost what grandparents are supposed to do, you know? Yeah. Just kind of Well, and she's coddle. a nurse, too, so she had that going, you know, I'm a nurse. I know what I'm talking about. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Okay, sure. We'll go to the emergency room. <laughs> yeah. Three hundred dollars later, here's some bubblegum flavored uh, cough syrup. You know. <laughs> awesome. Well, guys, thanks for listening. Episode thirteen. If you would like to uh, follow us on social media, we're pretty much everywhere, either under Rad Dad Radio or Rad Dad Redemption. Uh, make sure you don't go to Rad Dad Redemption on Twitter. That's a fake account. It is not our account. 
Uh, we've taken steps to get that account removed from Twitter. Yeah. Uh, we have a pretty good idea who it is. So Yeah, we have a pretty good idea. Um, so <laughs> it, it does not have the blue check, so just ignore that. Um, otherwise, check out our Patreon and our Discord. And uh, listen, all the, the links in the show notes, check them out. Go on a journey. We talked about this before. Um, and then I got to tell you guys, we have a... Uh, voicemail line. We have a Google voice chat line, 970-368-5694. It also is 970-FALOX4 for you rotary phone users. So if you uh, want to remember our phone number, just remember of a dirty ox, a, a, a giant cow that's also dirty, and the number four. You can leave a voicemail there. Tell us about your day. Tell us about uh, something that happened to you. Or just uh, do an impression of a Red Dead character, we may give you a special prize if you can just yank it off. Is that a saying? Yank it, pull it off, pull it off, pull it off. I've yanked it off before. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Cool. We're going to close you guys out with our uh, one of our uh, f- friends of the family. He is the raddest of dads, too. This is a gentleman named Josh Reno. He is uh, um, He has a kiddo that takes uh, some extra special care and he just aces it and he's a creative awesome dude what's his instagram john do you know that off the top of your head uh, i think it's the reno identity okay and we're so, planning on having him on he uh he's a great guy to talk to about dad stuff and video game stuff yeah um, and he would be a good one to have on because he plays some stuff that we don't play so true it'd be nice to get you know yeah he still plays uh, monster hunter every once in a while i notice I- I've seen him a lot on uh, uh, that. Is it Warframe? That one's that oh, yeah. free, free to play. Yeah, free to play RPG ish space destiny type thing. Yeah, awesome. So this is uh, he's working on a uh, acoustic LP. So we're gonna play out one of his songs again. It's Josh Reno. So follow him. I'm sure if he gets that album out, he will definitely let folks know. Creamy, I love you. Love Dads, you, buddy. Thanks everybody for gentlemen. listening and uh, have a good week of gaming and dadding. Here we go. You'll let in the void if you open the door where there used to be air. There's not anymore when you're cold and alone and look back at your own. And there's nothing but you That's a terrible view Was it worth all the pressure? Well, it must be Cause maybe I should have been better I wanted an answer Now I got one So maybe if she wants to leave a letter No one makes it out here alone So hold on As long as it takes her It's so long I wish you the best in the stars As you slip through my arms Heartbreak is like space Drug you through hell 
Girls are worth all the pressure Well it must be cause maybe I should have been better I wanted an answer And I got one so maybe if she wants to leave a letter No one makes it out here alone so hold on As long as it takes her it's so long I wish you the best in the stars As you slip through my arms Heartbreak is like space Yeah Oh, heartbreak is like space Oh yeah Oh yeah Then the sun starts to shine Yeah Just like your eyes So here's to the last time That we watch it rise I'll think of you sweetly As I look toward the sky Take a breath before you go I love you well, I love you goodbye hi, hi. I love you goodbye hi, hi. Love you goodbye Then I'll tell you why Heartbreak is like space